Coming to you live from the Interaction Media Studio in Morgantown, welcome to the Positively West Virginia podcast. I'm your host, Jim Matuga. Today, we have a very special episode for you. We're visiting live in the studio with entrepreneur Brittany Fink. She's the owner of Brittany Ann's Events, the Forever Rose Room, and Tucker's Treasures in Morgantown, West Virginia. Brittany, thanks for being on the show today. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm excited to have you on with us and learn about all these great companies you've got going on here in Morgantown. So thanks for being here in the studio with us. Brittany Fink is from Charleston, West Virginia, but she's been in Morgantown mostly since she's graduated from the WVU College of Law. She practiced law for approximately five years before transitioning to work with WVU uh, for the past three and a half years. When Brittany started working for WVU, she expanded her wedding rental business to offer wedding planning and coordination. And since then, she's grown to a a full team of wonderful employees who have helped her build her business to where it is today. Just recently, Brittany Ann's events was voted best of West Virginia in the wedding planning and coordination and wedding rentals category by WV Weddings Magazine. During the pandemic, Brittany and her husband started another business called Tucker's Treasures, which we're going to learn about, and which is a liquidation company. And most recently, she started another new venture with a business partner, the Forever Rose Room. Uh, the Forever Rose Room is a selfie studio, which is very cool and an event space in Morgantown. We invited Brittany on the show today to talk about her entrepreneurial journey, to share her story, and to talk about the companies she's leading right here in West Virginia. Brittany, again, thanks for being with us today in the studio. Take a minute and let's talk about these companies. Take Pick one and start there and we'll, we'll describe all three of them. Okay. And I'll say I sound way more fun on paper than I feel like I am because <laughs> all I do is work, but I enjoy That's it. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I would say Brittany Ann's events is like the love child of mine. And it's funny because I have a shirt that says like, I love love. And it, I started that business because I truly do love the moments that you get with clients for their big days, which is weddings or baby showers and bridal showers. Um, so I started that business as a rental company with a friend. And then Whenever um, I did start with WVU, I started offering planning coordination and it really picked up. Um, and it's probably my type A personality <laughs> that, you know, the lawyer in me that makes sure everything's on time and plans every detail. So I've really enjoyed growing that to what it is. And during the pandemic, we had like 30 weddings through wow. 2021. Um, That's amazing. It, it, yeah. it, was, it was wild. I, yeah. I, I remember like it was like advance and survive. Like every weekend you just like made it to the next Yeah, one. you made it through this one. Let's go on to the next. Pretty yeah, much. Yeah. There was weekends where we had two weddings a, a weekend or three wow. weddings. And I think we had like eight weddings in four weeks one time. So it was, it was definitely an advance and survive. And you kind of forgot you were in a pandemic because West Virginia still allowed weddings exactly. by, yeah. by governor's uh, ordinances. So like yeah. we were still moving forward. Um, So it's been very busy with that. And so that that is definitely my love child because yeah, it yeah. is f like every event that I'm working with has so much love as a part of it. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So talk about Tucker's Treasures. Tucker's Treasure. I mean, that's more like the fun child. <laughs> um, and that started actually I was looking for furniture for my Brittany Ann's events and found a guy selling in a marketplace and I bought some stuff from him and I was like, where'd you, where'd you get this stuff? And he was like, Oh, someone sells pallets and like down South. And I was like, wait, what? Cause I'd been, you know, you look online you watch YouTube videos, but we had never done it. So I remember it was my husband's birthday and I drove down to Clarksburg to someone who was selling pallets. And I, I said beforehand, like, what, what's my budget? And he was like, you don't have a budget, like, you know, get what you need. So I, I came home with 19 pallets, oh and, my <laughs> which was like 
a U-Haul of um, U-Haul full of items. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he wanted to kill me. He we actually went to dinner for his birthday and he didn't say a word to me. And he was like, <laughs> I just don't know what to say to you. So we uh, basically and I was leaving the next morning at 8 a.m. to go to Charlotte for an event. Wow. Um, so we basically sold everything in like a 48 hour period. So he was like, I started a Facebook group, called it Britney's like household items for sale, something with all my friends and sold everything. Wow. And we were like, okay, this could be a business. So he was like, I will let you buy like another round of inventory. We'll test it out before we like start looking. Cause I was like, let's buy, let's get a warehouse. Like, and he's like, whoa, 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 pump the brake. So you're going from 19 pallets to a warehouse. Yeah. yeah. That's how my brain operates. Yeah. And he's like the calm, like side of everything yeah. to like really look through it. So we bought another 10 pallets. We drove to Youngstown, Ohio, brought them back, um, sold all of that and made a profit on it. So then the next thing you hmm. know, we have a 6,000 square foot warehouse and we're over a year into it and getting truckloads now, sometimes wow. two a week. Wow. That's amazing. Um, so let's talk a little bit about the the, the items that you're yeah. selling. What 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 does that look like? So we buy Wayfair and Target primarily. We might get other things sometimes mm -hmm. like Bed Bath & Beyond, mm -hmm. but we'll buy a truckload of Wayfair furniture basically. We get mattresses, dressers, tables, desks, and then we'll sell it anywhere from 50 to 70% off retail. And then we do deals all the time. And right now we're doing a March Madness sale. So every yeah. day in March is something different. Um, we'll also buy Target items. Um, and the Target stuff, you get a little more variety in like smaller items. Mm -hmm. We get baby stuff, uh, strollers, cribs, you know, diapers, formula. We get household decor, candles, I mean, blankets. Wow. The variety is like really there when you get the Target stuff. Wow, that's really cool. So is, is it... Is it fair to say that this is like arbitrage selling? Is that how you classify so it? So it, 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 it's like liquidated goods. Liquidated so goods. basically okay. we're buying the things that either get returned to the store or overstock or couldn't be delivered um, items. So some of it's brand new, yeah. never been touched. Like That's cool. the Wayfair stuff is really good quality because sometimes it's, you know, a person gets it in, they don't like the color because they're buying online or the delivery guy couldn't find it. So it gets returned. So the Wayfair products are really good. Now the returns on Target, sometimes you have like a blanket that's been open, but we check every item before we put it on sale. Oh, so cool. we would make sure it's good to go or we would note like damage to something. Yeah, that's that's really fascinating. And let's talk about the Forever Rose Room. Yes. So my the latest thing. Yes, the latest thing. It's a it's like an extension of Brittany Ann's sort of. But um, my partner and I, Nicole McKinney, I uh, went to her and was like, hey, I have this crazy idea. Do you want to join me on this crazy, you know, trip um, of an idea? And she was like, yes. So it was basically there. There's things around in bigger cities that are very popular, selfie studios. It's really for social media content or just like a fun experience. So you basically, we have over 20 different backdrops for you to get pictures. You get a ring light um, and a Bluetooth remote so you can hook it up to your phone and take pictures yourself or have someone take it for you. And yeah. then we also saw an opportunity. I don't know if you've seen the old Forever 21. You probably haven't shopped yeah, there, yeah, but I, I, um, yeah, it was an there. older, uh, it was a clothing shop sure, for, yeah. you know, younger at females Morgantown Mall. at the Morgantown yeah. Mall. And it was just this beautiful white space. And I would walk by it all the time. And I was like, this space has to be used. So we also use it as an event rental space. So we just had a baby or bridal shower there on Saturday. We have baby showers. We have people looking at it for weddings. Um, really? So a little bit of everything. So we yeah. wanted to offer that side of it as well because as being a wedding planner in this town there's not a ton of options for spaces like that that at least offer 
beautiful backdrops and beautiful settings, which the Forever Rose Room offers. Yeah, that's really cool. So, um, so it was the Forever Rose Room based on Forever 21? Is that it is. So yeah, we were like, we have to, you know. I, I just made the connection. We there. have to yeah. pay a little tribute to the Forever that's 21. Cool. And they still have like a trim outside that they couldn't get rid of. So it says like Forever 21. So we were like, well, might as well just continue. Yeah, I, I like that. That's very cool. All right. So I, I, I got to ask you, you know, you get your law degree from WVU <laughs> and you, you're working for WVU and you're like, I've got this entrepreneurial itch. I want to mm -hmm. go out. I want to do something. I want to create a, a future. What inspired you to become an entrepreneur? Yeah. So I think it started when I was practicing at a firm. Um, you know, when I first got married, I, my husband and I were playing escape rooms a lot and we actually created an escape room, a mobile escape room. But I knew I was very realistic. Like I couldn't start a job and leave my full-time job. Like yeah. I knew that was, it was what, your side hustle. It was my side hustle. Yeah. Um, and I knew that I had to create the path that would one day, and I'm still working on it, get me to where I'm my own <laughs> boss. You know, yeah. everyone wants to be their own boss. And yeah. um, I think, you know, I knew I wasn't getting happiness from the work I was doing. And I think there was one, it's like silly, but like there was one day, uh, we had a filing that was due at midnight and I remember being so stressed and like my dog just wanted attention and like I yelled at my dog and I was like, oh, no, like this is it. Like this is not what I want to do the rest of my life. Yeah. And I, you know, started thinking of different jobs or side hustles that could turn into something that would allow me to be my own boss and work towards a future for myself. Yeah, that's it was almost a um, a defining moment. Right? Yeah, that 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 uh, that. I remember it, yeah. with your dog. Yes, I still remember like sitting on the ground. And when I saw his face, I was like, and I don't have kids. And yeah. my dog is my kid. I know people like say that, but like my dog is my baby. Mm -hmm. And when I like saw his face, I was like, oh my gosh, like I can't. Yeah. And I, I just like felt like very unhappy because you're working around the clock and not working for yourself. Yeah. I, I want to kind of zero in a little bit on Brittany Ann's because that's your, your love baby. Yes. Like you, you kind of mentioned, um, uh, what are you best known for? Is, is it weddings or is it party planning? What What is it? What is the thing that you're best known for? So first and foremost, probably flower walls. So what a flower wall okay, is, yeah. is a backdrop made of artificial flowers. So okay. that's how I started out was renting flower walls. Really? And then um, with time when I did the planning. So I would say both now, um, but definitely planning has taken over, um, but I get flower wall inquiries like every day. Yeah. So people who want it for a baby shower or birthday party no or a wedding. It's big. It's big. I didn't know. Yeah. I had no idea. Well, you probably <laughs> haven't had a reason to have a flower Yeah, wall. yeah I <laughs> haven't. Yeah. Not yet. Anyway. Not yet. So, all right. So this is cool. So you get into the, the event business and you're, you're planning things. You mentioned like showers and, mm -hmm. and, and those kinds of things. How does, in other words, what problem is it that you solve for people when they when they come to you? What are you, what are you doing? So there's a little bit of a mix for mm -hmm. the wedding planning. It's people who don't have time or just don't know where to start. Yeah. They don't know the resources. They don't know the vendors. They don't know who to trust. There's so much money that goes into a wedding that having someone who you trust to connect you with those vendors who are going to perform and give you what you're paying for. I mean, it's a, it's a big investment. I mean, yeah. your, your daughter got yeah, married, exactly. so uh, you know what it's sure. like. So, and it's the ease of 
like dealing with everything on your wedding day. So our team will be there from start to finish. We'll set everything up and make sure everything goes according to plan. And it's really the stress-free environment. Um, on a wedding day, you don't want to be the person that everyone's going to and say, hey, Brittany, this, hey, Brittany, that, if you're the bride. The flowers haven't shown yes, up. Yes, <laughs> because you're the one who knows the answers because you planned right. it all. But if you have a coordinator or a planner on site, yeah, they can take good. away that stress. And I think it's also just giving them ideas. You know, I see weddings every weekend. They don't. Yeah. They want the help. It's basically I'm an expert in that area and they're just coming yeah. to someone else who's an expert. Yeah. So let's let's bring all that down to 30 seconds. What is it you tell people that you do in 30 seconds? What's your 30 second pitch? So I think my 30 second pitch would be I make your day what you want it to be without the stress. So mm -hmm. I plan it for you. I get you the vendors and I make you have the, I bring the pictures to life. So if yeah. you know what Pinterest is. Yeah, of course. So everyone's on Pinterest. I have a Pinterest account. Yeah, okay, yeah. there you go. So everyone, that's what girls do is Pinterest. And yeah. I basically make their Pinterest come to life with the vendors who are local and can provide the decor or the cake you want or help make sure you get the pictures you want. That's very cool. What would you say is the thing that you're most excited about right now amongst all those companies that you're, you have going on right now? What's the thing that has you most excited? It's so funny. I love Tucker's Treasures. Yeah. Tucker's to me is like Christmas every day and yeah. I don't get to be there as much. My yeah. husband runs it. But yeah. to me, Tucker's is great because it... I can't tell you the amount of people who come to us and thank us for offering this in this community because really? things are expensive. And during the pandemic, we were able to offer discounts. We have people who were able to fill a new home. I mean, you spend all that money on a house. So I, it's like weird. I love weddings and I love um, the Forever Rose Room, but I genuinely love Tucker's for the fun of going through pallets, but then also yeah. just being able to offer these deals to people. I will walk up to people in Target who are shopping for baby stuff. And I was like, you look like you're having a baby. You need to shop Tucker's Treasures to save money because babies are <laughs> it's guerrilla marketing right there. I mean, I that's, have no problem. Like, hey, look, here's our app. That's great. Because, it, you know, stuff is expensive and, you know, prices are continuously going up. So if we can offer things that people need at a great deal, like that excites me. And we have we've established friendships with people that's um, very cool. and people who come in often and we know their names and yeah. we're saying, hey. So where is Tucker's located? So Tucker's is off Baker's Ridge Road near University High School. Okay. So it's right outside of town, I guess you would say, but yeah. in town. That's very cool. And you mentioned the app. Let's get a, a plug in for the app. Yes. How, can, how can people find the app? You just search Tucker's Treasures on any app store, whether it's an Apple phone or um, a Samsung, and it'll come up and you can shop on the app and then pick up within two weeks from our warehouse and That's you can cool. shop in person as well. Now, you mentioned it's it's good good prices. You got a wide variety of products, everything from Wayfair to Target. Um, is there anything in, in particular that you're known for with Tucker's Treasures? I would probably say furniture. Furniture, yeah, yeah. because we do get it's Wayfair really cool. often, so we get couches or um, you know beds, mattresses. I, there are people who be like they will message us and be like, "Are you getting th this soon?" Like, and they'll check with us before they buy somewhere else because they would rather really? one support us and two get yeah. it for a deal. And do you know what's coming? Sometimes, yeah. yeah. For the wayfair, we get a manifest for each thing, but we don't know if it's going to be broken or arrive as described. Most of the yeah. time, the manifests are probably ninety percent accurate. That's so really we cool. do know, and we will help people out if someone's like, "Hey, I need a full bed." We'll be like, "All right, this is." coming in, we'll let you know. All right. So I I know I'm kind of asking you maybe a too close of a business question, but no. is, is this business, Tucker's Treasures, buying these manifests from these return goods and whatnot, is that a sustainable thing long term? 
I how, do, think how do you see that going? For sure. I think the liquid the liquidation industry has been around for sure. 10, yeah. 20 years. <laughs> so as long as we continue to grow and find the people who need what we have, we'll be able to sustain it. Yeah. It's just a matter of making sure the customers continue to shop. Yeah. I have a, a good friend and a client that, um, that, that does kind of the same thing with food. Yeah. And he's buying, you know, he'll buy a, a semi-tractor trailer with uh, you know, groceries. And, you know, he'll, he, he relayed this one story. He had a, a, a tractor trailer, had a couple skids of like one, one gallon jars of Hellman's mayonnaise. He's like, what am I going to do with skids of mayonnaise? And he, but people bought it. People buy people it. Buy it. it. They'll buy anything yeah. for a deal. Like that is what we've realized. Like it's funny. We'll have something like, and we discount our stuff anywhere from 30 to 40, 50% from the get go. But people yeah. like tend to wait for sales. And I'm like, guys, it is on sale. It's a great price, but yeah. it, they'll buy anything for a discount. We'll yeah. get things that it's I'm crazy. like, no one's ever going to buy this like weird Wayfair artwork. Sure enough, someone Some, buys yeah, it. Yeah. Put the right price on Beauty it. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder, that as is they true. say. Yeah, that's that's pretty Added interesting. Added price. <laughs> so let's yeah exactly. So let's talk a little bit about uh, the geographic region that you serve. Where do your where do your customers come from? And for all, talkers, all these things. Yeah. Oh, so Brittany Ann's. It's a little bit of everywhere. I've done weddings in Maryland and um, PA and West Virginia. West Virginia primarily. Um, because that's where I'm known for. Yeah. Tuckers, we do get people from PA as well shopping, but mostly we have Morgantown. We also have a Charleston location since I'm from there. Yeah, My yeah. twin brother runs our Charleston warehouse. For Tuckers mm -hmm. Treasures. Yep. Oh, so really? Where's it located? So it's um, right off the interstate near like Mink Shoals. Yeah, um, of course. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. so we have a warehouse in Charleston as well. Um, so we get Charleston and Morgantown. Morgantown is our bread and butter for Tuckers. Okay. And then we're hoping Morgantown's our bread and butter for the Forever Rose Room too. Yeah, that's very cool. How many employees do you have across all these different ventures? Uh, I would probably say 10, um, give or take. It, when we were, during the summer, we were super busy at Tuckers. We had like eight employees on wow. site. And then um, Brittany Ann's had like six or seven. So I have a great team. We have great team members supporting us. And that's like what I think is most important. And all of my employees from Brittany Ann's actually come from the W school. So I only um, like to hire W students who are planning or like have that in their degree path and are yeah. looking for experience because that's they don't really cool. get that. Wow. So all of my employees have come through W um, from their different programs. Yeah, that's that's nice to be able to be a, a mentor of sorts to these young people too, yeah. for, uh, kind of shepherding them in their maybe their first or second job, something like that. What's uh, what's one thing that makes you the most proud since you've been in business? I would say I would think the reputation I've built, which is that I do care, and my husband and I care. Um, you know. I'm like getting choked up. Okay. We we really do care about the community, yeah. and yeah. it's it's been nice to see my husband care about something and grow the business on his side, and and the the relationships that we establish. Like we aren't just in this business for money. We yeah. care about our clients. I'm still friends with brides that I meet. I go from planning their wedding to this weekend I planned a baby shower. So like oh, just continuing so cool. those relationships yeah. with people and and knowing that again it's a reputation. It's not just a business to us. It's not about making money. We genuinely care mm -hmm. about what we're doing in the businesses we start and what we're offering. Well, I think it, it, what you'll find too uh Brittany is that if you have that mindset that if you have that heart that is going to propel you into success because 
that's those long-term relationships are where it's at. Yeah. I mean, that, and plus it makes it more fun and it's fulfilling. So, yeah. It's so much more fulfilling. Then. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, since you've had, since you've had all these companies, have you gotten a little ticked off at your dog anymore or, or is, no, that, is that in he, your past? No. And I work from home now for my full-time job. So he's living the life. Like he is spoiled. It's almost like too much. He's spoiled. Like I have to, during my like weekly meeting, he has to go upstairs and sleep on the bed at a certain yeah, time. So yeah. I have to like go where he goes. Gotcha. What's, um, it's uh, kind of the flip side of that first question I asked just a second ago, uh, being your most proud moment. What's the thing that you wish you could do over since you started your businesses? I, I don't think I would do anything over because you learn so many yeah. lessons. Yeah. I think that I would just, <laughs> I don't let my husband listen to that. It's like maybe take a little more time to plan where I want things to go, but you never know what you we're still we all are learning with what we're doing and we yeah. joke all the time like with tucker's like we don't know what we're doing we're still figuring it out so really for an entrepreneur to sit down and look at every aspect of a business and get a mentor reach out to me like young females i am all about helping young males too but awesome. you know I've, i'm always yeah. about helping young females well just listening to, to your uh, response there it reminds me of uh, ready fire aim <laughs> Right. Instead of ready, aim, fire. Yeah. A lot of times you, you would think it would be, hey, let's get everything ready. Let's set our targets. Let's make sure everything's cool and then we'll pull the trigger. But when you're in business, most of the time it's ready, fire, and then you aim. Yeah. Try to aim the bullet while it's in flight. Right. Yeah. My husband definitely likes to aim more than I do. I'm like, <laughs> let's get it going because I get excited. I, I sense that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I sense that. That's pretty cool. I want to take a quick second, Brittany, just to mention our sponsors for Positively West Virginia and this and this podcast we've been doing since 2017. They are the State Journal, West Virginia News and WVNews.com and Interaction Media. The support we receive from these West Virginia companies allow us to highlight the incredible things happening throughout the great state in business in West Virginia. Our guest once again today is Brittany Fink. She's the owner of Brittany Ann's Events, the Forever Rose Room and Tucker's Treasures. Brittany, I want to jump right back into it. How do you get the word out there and attract new business, new customers? Yeah, for Tucker's Treasures, it's really been word of mouth. I, it's funny, like we'll... I'll meet people through Brittany Ann's and someone will be like, oh yeah, she owns Tucker's Treasures. And they're like, I love Tucker's Treasures. And I heard about it from a friend. So That's cool. for Tucker's Treasures, it's definitely been word of mouth. And Brittany Ann's too, um, social media is huge for weddings. So for me, it's like really spending time devoting it to putting out pretty pictures and making good content. Sure. Good content. Yeah. It's that, huge. That, that's really cool. Yeah. I think uh, about uh, word of mouth and you know those referrals. And then you know, I, I liked your guerrilla marketing tactic of being a target and, and, you know, running down new moms and, you know, saying, Hey, come to our place. That's I, pretty, I pretty do funny. the same with people who are engaged. Like I can spot an yeah. engaged person anywhere and yeah. say, Oh my God, you're beautiful, which I do mean, yeah. but yeah. that's a way, you know, I who's, have a conversation. Who's doing your wedding? Yeah. Where are you getting married? <laughs> what are you doing? Um, and it's, I, what's fun is I am at the point where sometimes people will be like, Oh my God, you're Brittany Ann's or like, I was going to reach out to you. So I do think it's nice to know that you built your business to that point. Yeah, that, that's that's really great. In terms of growing your business now, um, what's the highest level of challenge you're facing? For Brittany Ann's, I think it's just people who want to invest in that part of their wedding. Mm -hmm. A planner and coordinator is not a necessity. So it's just finding clients who value that. And a lot of times people don't realize they need that until after, like, mm -hmm. or if they've been in a wedding and they've seen it. Yeah. Um, so that's probably the biggest, like, you know, constraint on growth for the non-rental side is just having people value what you do. Yeah. Um, and then Tucker's, you know, it's just finding new customers because 
if you have someone who's filled their house, they're not going to shop with you again for a big piece of furniture unless they do something else. So it's just continually finding new customers who have needs for what we have to offer. Yeah, I think that that's really cool. Um, you know, because like I always say, it, anybody can start a business, right? It's pretty easy. You could start, get online. You're yeah. a lawyer. You you could you probably did it in about ten minutes. You start your business, but to grow a company over over a number of years is very hard to do. Especially, it sounds like you're uh, you've got all these entrepreneurial ventures. You're you're building an empire here. That's hard to do over the long haul, right? It's definitely challenging. Yeah. So what's what's the vision that you have for all these all these different businesses? And I I also want to see like if you have anything that's coming up that we need to know about. Uh, nothing like <laughs> yet. Not I mean, this year. No, not we until next year. There's a couple things that like I want to pursue, which is finding the right things. Eventually, I yeah. would like to have a venue of my own. Oh, um, cool. I do run events for Flower and Feed. If you've heard of that sure, restaurant, yeah, so yeah. I run their events for weddings and stuff. So eventually, I'd like to have a venue of my own. Um, that's kind of like Forever Rose Room. Um, yeah. but that would be a wedding venue for people to use for their special moments. It's just land in this town is too expensive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, um, in, in anywhere, really, you know, I used to, oh, yeah. just looking around like North Central West Virginia, there used to be pockets where you can go. It's just like, we're in a crazy time. Yeah. Crazy market. It is. What's, what's something that you would like to personally accomplish before this year's over? Um, <laughs> probably start a new business, but my husband would kill me. Um, I've talked about uh, starting a media company because during the pandemic, I had a lot of downtime. I wouldn't say downtime, but when the, those first couple weeks hit and we're all kind of sitting at home, yeah. I created a wedding venue guide for West Virginia weddings. And I just noticed a lack of good websites or good information for clients. So if I was searching it to build a website, I can only imagine how hard it is for a client searching for a venue to know how many can it accommodate? What's your price? Do you allow this? Do you allow that? So I saw a need to really highlight. And there's it's a great opportunity for tourism to the state because one, we're more affordable than the state surrounding us. And two, the beauty of West Virginia. Yeah. So I really want to highlight wedding venues in this state and, yeah. and use a, a media company to do that and bring people into the state and also provide not you know knowledge and information to the our clients in the state as well. Yeah, that's super cool. Um I like I'm going to shift gears a little bit yeah. and talk a little bit about leadership because I'm I'm a student of leadership. Uh, I, I I try to absorb as much as I can and it sounds like you're doing some wonderful things. I would like to learn from you. Uh what are some of the most at, uh important attributes of leaders that you think are important today? I think communication is huge. Mm -hmm. Um I see the need for that especially as you start to engage in people of gen different generations. How I communicate with the students and how I communicate with my twin brother are different. Like yeah. you have to, I feel like with, you have to be very transparent and open with what you want, what you need and be willing to give feedback to those who are working for you. Otherwise they're not going to grow. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you mentioned that, first of all, thank you for sharing that communication. I, I think that is an awesome thing. And the transparency component of that you're you're interacting with students on a regular basis. You're at WVU working. You got all these companies that you're that you're doing stuff. You're a busy person, right? Um, what's one piece of advice you would give to somebody thinking about starting a business here in West Virginia? 
what how what give you know, talk a little bit about that what's what's the advice you would give honest building a network uh so whether you want to get into the wedding industry or any type of business go shadow people in that industry go talk to people in that industry say i'm interested in learning about it because one of the big things is knowing how it actually is in the real world because i do have girls who work for me and they're like what well, i didn't realize weddings were like this it's fun it looks beautiful but the work that goes into it so if you are interested in starting a business get on TikTok, learn on there, get on Google, go like really learn about the industry as much as possible before you can jump in. And thanks to TikTok and social media, there is a lot of free information for entrepreneurs out there, people who are not gatekeeping and giving you those sources. And I think that's most important for a lot of the young entrepreneurs. They know how to work TikTok. They can get on there yeah. and find information yeah. and then find people who are local and doing what you are interested in doing and reach out for an internship, whether it's free or paid and put in the work. Yeah, I think that's great. There's there is a lot of information. I re, I remember back when I first started, you know, I had to listen on cassette tapes how to yeah. how to do media sales. You know, I mean, and and I was starved for it. But today, you're right. I mean, it, there's a pl proliferation of of content out there on entrepreneurship, starting a business, whatever, mm -hmm. and and all these different niche industries that are out there. How do you discern what's good and what's bad advice? I think uh, one thing I always like if someone's asking for money to give you advice, kind of like it might be good. But to me, that's like, oh, they're doing it for a business. Like someone yeah. who truly wants to give you advice isn't going to charge for it. Yeah. There are a lot of people out there who are really wanting to help people. And I, I, I'm whether it's more genuine or not, I just feel like it's more straightforward. Mm -hmm. And then obviously, you know, fact check some of those things and, and yeah. spend your time looking into it because some might be doing it for views or whatever. Yeah. But it, it can definitely help. And I'm not saying that paid courses or, or whatever is not worth yeah. it. But there's a lot of free content out yeah, there. Yeah, there's there's so much good stuff out there, and and I I I kind of have a filter. I don't know how I've developed. Maybe it's a cynical filter that I've yeah. developed. But there's a lot of times I I'll hear something like God, this guy's you know he doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah. But but it is neat, a neat, a great time to be alive and to be in it is. the entrepreneurial space because there is so much access. When you say, yeah, TikTok inspires me too, like daily. Like I get on there and it, um, you know, my brother will go on there and he'll be like, we should buy vending machines and set them up. And I was like, listen, like just because you saw one inspirational vending machine story, like that, you need a. That's an example. Like look at everything else that goes along with it. Yeah. And I'm like, where are you yeah. going to put those? Like. So, but there's a lot of good content out there and inspirational content for you to, to see what it's really like. Yeah, absolutely. I had a, uh, an interview a couple of weeks ago and that's how they started when they were 14 years old, got a, got a vending machine that their, their dad was getting ready to throw away. He owned a, a car wash and he was getting ready to throw this thing away. He took it and fixed it up. And next thing you know, he had a second one, third one. Next thing you know, he's got good for him all these different That's amazing. Yeah, yeah it was really really amazing story so um personal question what's your morning ritual look like well d during the week it's start my full-time job you know wake up mm -hmm. do that thing but on the weekends it's depends on what weekend but i'm either prepping for a wedding or building yeah. something for the forever rose room or going through pallets at tucker's treasures yeah it sounds like your weekends are packed yes but i, <laughs> I don't i don't know any other life when yeah. i was in um, college. I was an athlete at WU and did student government. So like, I didn't know. I what sport only did you know. play? I threw discus oh, no for the track team. That's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. So I didn't know anything else but a busy life. Honestly, mm. I can't tell you the last time I sat down and like wasn't doing something. 
Yeah. You had mentioned something right before we started this interview recording about um, working five to nine. Yeah. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah. So I was seeing this like quote. It's like, you know, if you don't want that nine to five, then you really do have to work five to nine. Theoretically, you know, we're not talking about waking you know, sleeping and yeah. not working, whatever, yeah, but right, right. you really have to use your time wisely. And I think that's also the attorney in me when I did the billable hour, like everything is worth something. That's right. So I don't spend time, you know, on my couch, just watching TV. If I'm watching TV, I have my computer out and I'm researching or I'm doing something. And, you know, I do see my friends and I do take time for vacation, but I know the life that I want and I know what it takes to get there. And I mm -hmm. think some people like don't know that you don't don't give up their weekends to grow that life yeah, you know yeah. every saturday I, I don't go out well, there's an old saying it says live like no one else so later you can live like no one else yeah that's kind of what you're talking about pretty right? much yeah. yeah put the work in now because everyone wants to go and do this and do mm -hmm. that and, live in the moment yeah and my yeah. husband always joke we're like what do people do at night like are they just watching tv like we don't know what that's <laughs> like like we either have our computers out or we're researching or we're going somewhere like we also we'll go to like Goodwill and like uh, resell. So like we don't know how to like shut it off. So I don't know what people do yeah. when they don't have a second, like a side hustle. Yeah, exactly. That's pretty cool. Uh, in your business, uh, what would you like your legacy to be? I think that we care. I really yeah. do think it's like uh, cool. our perception of who we are. Like, I don't really care if we have, you know, 20 Tucker's treasures. It's more that like we care about what we're doing. Yeah, yeah I like that. How do you deal with criticism? Oh, that's tough. Um, I'm the hardest critic. It's hard when you like get negative feedback or whatever. I think you just have to take everything with a grain of salt. You you realize that there are all kinds of kinds of people in this world and you have to realize you don't know their background, their education or anything and really just have to know that what we are doing, we care and we're putting in work. And if they don't see that, then that's on them because mm -hmm. we're not trying to screw anyone here we are literally trying to help people in their lives yeah i think that's i think that's great what's one book that you would recommend for entrepreneurs starting out or even a podcast my husband will be proud i, I think the gary v podcast is good <laughs> i don't read a lot of entrepreneurship books mostly because i just don't have time yeah. um and when i listen to podcasts it's like true crime so like i'm like not the person <laughs> but gary v if you take them with a grain of salt, I think has some good advice for entrepreneurs. Honestly, get out there and Google a bunch of different, you know, ones, find a highly rated one and see what you can take from it. I think there's, yeah. I mean, it's the, the waterfalls of podcasts are out there. There's so many. Exactly. Yeah. I, uh, I tend to agree exactly with, with what you're saying. Um, and I'll get on, I'll get on to a certain podcast and I'll listen for maybe three or four months. And then all of a sudden I'm like, okay, this is just the same stuff, you know, but, and so I, I tend to like variety, uh, yeah. but there, there are um, a tremendous amounts of resources out there. We talked about some of this stuff like on TikTok and whatnot, but um, for the listeners, we have a resources page on positivelywv.com where all of our uh, books and podcasts have, have been recommended and we have hundreds on there. So that's cool. And we'll, I'm gonna, I, I'll check some I'll, out. I'll make sure that we have the Gary V podcast. I, I, I don't know that that's been recommended, which is kind of funny because I listen to it too. I also like how I built this. The oh, NPR yeah. Podcast. Has, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I love that one. When I, Sometimes I'm like, oh, that I'll go through and be like, what company do I have a vested interest in that I can learn more about? Yeah. Like the Starbucks or as I'm yeah. drinking my Starbucks, yeah, exactly. like a bunch of different ones like that because it's so 
it's so humbling mm-hmm. to listen where these where everyone started. And yeah. a lot of times it's like in my garage or, you know, it was this little idea, Airbnb, yeah. like everyone starts small. A lot of times you'll hear about the failures yeah. that they've had too. And, um, you know, I think that's uh that's an important thing because not everything is just, you know, rainbow, rainbows and unicorns. Oh my there's, gosh, there's no. a lot, a lot of, you learn from, uh, as John Maxwell says, sometimes you win, sometimes you learn. Yeah. So you, you got, you know, when you go through those failures, you got to learn from them too. And I think that's, that's really where you become better, honestly. Yeah. Um, we've covered a lot in this interview, Brittany. Uh, is there anything you think our listeners should know about you or your stories for all these different businesses you have? Um, it, if you ever have questions, I'm here to answer. If you ever have someone who needs a mentor, I'm here for it. Oh, that's um, great. And we really, it's just, we care about the community. So like, if there's a way we can give back, let us know. And if there's a way I can help any young female entrepreneur, I am up for the challenge. That's awesome. In closing, how can people learn about, I want to give plugs to all these businesses. How can people learn more about all all three of your businesses? Yeah, we're very active on social media. So you can type our name into Facebook or Instagram and learn about our businesses. Um, It's the easiest way to kind of see what information and content we're putting out. Yeah, that's great. And we'll put links to all those in the show notes as well as on the the Facebook Live uh, for sure. Brittany, it's been a real honor uh, to have you on the show today. I think uh, what you're doing is really cool. I'm a little jealous with all these different (laughs) entrepreneurs. I've tried to do multiple companies at the same time, and it ends up that none of them succeed. So I'm focusing on one. I think it's awesome that you've got three different uh, companies that you're running right now. And I think that's really cool. And I just want to encourage you to keep up the great work. All right. Well, thank you for having me. And I'm excited to look at all the resources you have and put my husband on listening and reading (laughs) because I don't have time. (laughs) That's great. Folks, that's a wrap on another episode of the Positively West Virginia podcast. As we continue um, on our journey to help share positive stories of companies and people doing amazing things all across the mountain state here in West Virginia, just like my new friend, Brittany Fink. She's the owner of Brittany Ann's Events, the Forever Rose Room and Tucker's Treasures. We hope that uh, this story and her story some way equipped you and inspired you uh, with this business story. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WVNews.com, and Interaction Media. If you or someone you know would be a great guest on the show, drop us a line on our website. Again, PositivelyWV.com. And we appreciate your comments and positive reviews and encouragement along the way too. Positively West Virginia is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. You can learn more about our mission of inspiring and encouraging small business owners, entrepreneurs, nonprofits, and business leaders throughout West Virginia at PositivelyWV.com. On behalf of our entire Positively West Virginia team, including our producer today, Mr. Hampton Hill, Until next time, I'm your host, Jim Matuga. Stay positive, West Virginia.